Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Dina. How are you this fine evening? I'm very good this fine evening. You know, I was just like waiting a little for you to be ready because you were eating an apple. I made the mistake. You told me 15 minutes and I said, that should be enough for me to eat an apple. But I'm a notoriously slow eater. So I went a little overboard. Yeah, you texted me. You said eating an apple. I said, okay, so we'll record tomorrow. (laughs) I thought kudos to my joke. It was a good joke. I'm glad you reused it on the podcast. The world <laughs> needed to hear it. <laughs> I laughed. Yeah, I thought you may at some point grow out of your slow eating, but you never did. No, and I think as my hypochondria has gotten worse, I've become even more of like an adamant chewer because I'm always nervous I'm going to choke. Fun fact is that I based like a whole movie around you and your past trauma of choking. That is a fun, very fun fact. (laughs) It was a very ridiculous movie that, like, it was a comedy. But I feel like the way we just spoke about it makes it seem like it was sad. But, I mean, I always think that my hypochondria is ultimately funny. It is. Well, since we're on, like, a medical topic, I'm going to skip to a TikTok that I saw. And it's about a teratoma. Do you know what a teratoma is, Melissa? No, I've never even heard that term okay neither had I and I'm actually very sad that I saw this term and that I saw this TikTok so a girl comes on she was saying she gave birth to her son and everything went well her son's healthy but she was having like severe stomach pains and she thought it was like postpartum she thought it was normal but then it kept persisting and she went to the doctor and they did like a sonogram and she didn't have a tumor in her stomach it was a teratoma and it is basically a piece of her son's embryo broke off and it's a little ball but it has hair and teeth that it grows it's not alive but it grows hair and teeth and oh god she was a great storyteller so like I couldn't swipe away but then she showed a picture of it <gasps> And I can never unsee it. I literally think about it and, oh, God, it's just a ball with hair and teeth. And that's TikTok for you. You know? I'm wincing. I'm in pain. I just, like, covered my whole face. I'm horrified at this. Thank yeah. you for not sending this to me. I, exactly. And I would ask you to please not send this to me. <laughs> of course, I would never send that to you. I know you're hypochondriac. You would definitely just assume that you have... A teratoma inside of you. I would assume it's in me, even though I've never had a child. I would immediately yeah. just be like, oh, I think this is probably in me somehow. Otherwise. Totally. And I will say, like, this girl is fine. Her baby's fine. Thank God she caught it. And it was, like, easy to remove. Oh I just, like, I didn't know medically that was possible. But TikTok teaches me these things that, like, whoa, that's possible? Yeah. I mean, teratoma. it's crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
so TikTok, so, you know, sometimes it traumatizes me. I'm traumatized from just you telling me about this. I guess I'm we've sorry. just traumatized all of our listeners, too. Well, maybe some of them might have scrolled past it, so we all have a shared experience. I guess, yeah. Ooh, I hope that doesn't put it out into the ether and now it's going to come across my For You page. Because you know if I see it, I'm going to have to watch it. And then I'm going to have to go to her page and watch more of her videos to find out about her medical history. Swipe up. (sighs) Just don't see the when she shows the picture. Just swipe away more quickly. That's what really did it for me. Okay, I'll try. Um, In other breaking TikTok news, I got an alert today like a from TikTok that says if I upload the new version of the app, I can upload 10 minute videos to TikTok. So it went from three minutes all the way up to 10 minutes. Now I haven't seen any 10 minute videos like grace my for you page. That seems absurd. What do you think about it? No, that seems genuinely crazy like super crazy. And that was what I was thinking too is I haven't seen any 10 minute videos come across my page I obviously have no desire to make one but I'm cautious about them appearing on my page I mean I can barely sit through a one minute video so I don't I mean I might just swipe away without even realizing that it's 10 minutes but my god what uh, I don't know I guess they they are following the YouTube model more like we've heard a lot of the Gen Zers talk about how to them YouTube is really still like the the North Star for content so I guess they're trying to emulate that but I do I wonder how it, it's just gonna stop the flow you know you go from swiping quick videos to sitting on a 10 minute video I don't I don't know how that's gonna feel as a user yeah I remember when they went to three minute videos the video that graced my for you page was of a laundromat and it was about yes. how a guy collected coins from a laundromat and it was like documentary style looked like it was a doc about a laundromat and it was very like lovely cute charming but all the comments were like i just thought i watched like a 60 minute documentary yes. on netflix like why was this so long right. um but people did watch all the way through including myself uh, so it'll take some time to get used to, but you're exactly right. It's like they're moving towards the YouTube model. There's more money to be had from longer videos. I just, ah, the whole thing about swiping on TikTok, that's what makes it fun. So it'll be super weird. I don't know. Let us know if anyone's listening and they've seen a video longer than three minutes and watched it. Please let us know. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because like the three minute time slot, I feel like it's made me view more videos and I've just seen creators make more videos that are like slightly over one minute like they're like one minute 20 seconds which that's fair like I get it yeah sometimes it's just you don't need to rush talking through something you have a few more seconds there where you can explain something or finish your story that's like I feel like that's been the sweet spot is like slightly over a minute is good so I'm glad we give people over a minute now but I don't, I feel like I rarely see or sit through stuff that's between like two, three minutes. I think it's usually between one or two. I totally agree. If I see something that's going long, I scrub through it. So thank God they have the forward thing now. Remember when TikTok, like you couldn't forward videos? Yeah. 
that seems like impossible to not forward through some, but sometimes I just want to see the end. I mean, they are innovating like crazy. Yeah, they keep coming out with new stuff now. I did see, this is maybe an interesting point too, I saw one video where somebody was talking about how the For You page on TikTok just is so innately different than YouTube's model. Like, YouTube is for content creators. The whole idea is, yeah, you have these 10 minute plus long videos and you get people to subscribe and keep coming back and you have your own channel and a lot of people they don't go to youtube and are just like what does youtube have for me today they go specifically to see a creator that they like and they subscribe to their channel and they want to see their type of content so they were like you know tiktok really isn't that great for creators looking to build that it's more just passive watching So I wonder, because I do think that the 10 minute video feels like it's meant more for creators, for them to build that following and potentially build a channel off of that, all that stuff. So I don't know. I'm pretty skeptical at this point because I feel like it's just not the right platform for it. We've already got YouTube. I don't know that TikTok is going to be able to emulate it. I totally agree. And it's just another capitalistic thing that this platform needs to do to make money and stay in the game. But I think it's interesting that you bring that up because even like when we're trying to prepare for the podcast, it's actually like harder and harder for us to see trends that are innate to the platform. They're trying to move to be creator focused uh, like YouTube, which right, any platform needs two things. It needs the viewers and it needs the creators. But if no one's creating, no one's watching. So there has to be a balance, and the balance is definitely skewed on TikTok towards the people watching. Uh, But now that they know that it needs to be skewed towards the creators, it is it is a bit harder even for us to to make the podcast and like find these trends and and distinct things that make TikTok TikTok. You're so right. Yeah, I've been telling you each week. I'm like, I can't find trends like I'm just seeing (laughs) I'm seeing great content that I go down the hole with but I'm like this isn't a trend it is just like one creator telling a weird story or something like that right when in the past we would have couch guy or Weston Caleb or Alabama Rush that wasn't a whole like just us following one creator it was a whole wave of viewers being obsessed with this one thing and us getting served it because all the viewers were obsessed with it and we fed into it as the viewers. So true. Well, we'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. I'm curious to see if, uh, if I start seeing 10 minute videos. I feel like my battery is just going to run out. <laughs> Thank God I got a new phone. The battery life has been very good. It used to always die when I would watch TikToks. Same. I just got a new phone too and you'll be happy to know it doesn't have a stylus. It does have a SIM card, though. <laughs> Melissa's favorite joke about me and technology is that all my phones have a stylus because there was one phone I had in college that actually did have a stylus. It was like a Palm Pre. Palm Pre. Do you that know was a cool have, phone. You have, like, the technology habits of, like, a 60-year-old woman. I didn't ask for the Palm Pre. I came with Sprint. And you know what the packaging was of the Palm Pre? It was the cast of the hills. Okay. 
it was a cool phone for the time. It just happened okay. to have a stylus that I would always lose. <laughs> the fact that you got into TikTok, I guess that washes away your elder technology habits. Do you think Gen Z knows what a stylus is? No. That would be a funny <laughs> like interview on the street. We could ask Gen Zers, do you know what a stylus is? And they'll be like, you mean stylist? No, a stylist. Like the I thing that to... comes with the palm free. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get into our first TikTok trend we've been seeing? This first one is a prank you sent me, one of the new pranks going around is where people are going through their Instagram stories, their friends' Instagram stories, and recreating random photos. So there's one from at guesswho16 that did a really funny job. Yeah, I don't know if the audio actually will explain anything, but it's like a roulette of sorts. So it's a game where a friend is swiping up through someone's story and then you say stop, and whoever story you stop on that's the video you need to recreate, which is mortifying to me because can you imagine sending like a message to a random person's story that you see, and let alone not just any message, it's just a replication of whatever that picture was on the story. Oh, I didn't realize they were sending it to that person. I thought they were just posting it on their own story because that was part of me was like, oh. oh, like there's not much consequence to that. Like how would they even know? that you did that oh you are probably right i thought they were then sending it they were like direct messaging it replying to the person's story with the replication of the picture no i think you might be right because that then ups the stakes of the prank i honestly was that was going to be my complaint about this was that i didn't think there was anything that like risky about the prank but this makes a lot more sense no, wow. it's like if Once you follow again, someone. <laughs> we talk about. I've been booming oh, real hard boom. these days. <laughs> I like didn't booming. get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like if someone you follow on Instagram from high school, but like never talk to, but you like watch their stories because that's what you do. But then you just replicate a picture of their brunch. Yeah. And send it to them. That's the best insane. one they did was where somebody had a baby like they were breastfeeding a baby (laughs) and like making like duck faces at the camera and they redid that and just had their friend like kneel down next to their boob that was pretty funny (laughs) appreciated that all right let's get into some audio trends there are two that are great and i actually discovered them because this creator at Miss Caroline Flett was talking about getting on these trends early as a way to get viewers if you're a content creator. The first one's from Netflix from Inventing Anna. I do not have time for this. I do not have time for you. I do not have time for this. I do not have time for you. I haven't watched Inventing Anna, but all of my friends have. My mom has. Like, it's on my list. I'm going to watch it after I finish uh, Love is Blind. But yeah, you have, a, have you seen Inventing Anna? No, I haven't. And I have had a few people tell me to check it out too. Obviously, it's just sort of in the zeitgeist. Yeah, I'll, maybe we should watch it at the same time. I'd yes. rather watch it with you. It'll be funner. So tell me when you do. I will. One example I love is someone says, 
when I get the password expiration email from my corporate job. Oh I do not God, have yeah. time for this. I do not have time for you. It's true. I hate changing my password like every day. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, Food Network did a funny one where they were like showing you how to melt butter quicker, like if you needed <laughs> to get it out from the fridge. Both useful and on trend. There was a good one. I get a lot of dogs lately. But there was one where like a dog was eating out of his bowl, but it was like a maze. It's one of those things because some dogs eat too quickly. I don't know. My favorite one, though, above all else, was one user captioned it when you're running late, but then you realize you have to poop. I do not have time for this. (laughs) I do not have time for you. (laughs) That happens to me fairly often. Oh, that happened to me. I I ran a a little four-mile race in Brooklyn on Saturday morning. This is TMI, but I've been, like, pretty regular, just, like, pooping every morning. But I, it was early, I was off my schedule, and I couldn't before, and I had to get to the race. And, uh, yeah, because I didn't have time. And it was an uncomfortable run, we'll just say that. Oh my god, that's terrible. Wow, do not have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for this. It's just another version of that little trend. Mm, yeah. Well, this next trend uses that song, Fireflies. So people have been saying this is a great song for introverts to use. So the classic take is, you know, people going out with their significant other. There's one by at Josh and Shayna Beach. They said, when you're an introvert who married an extrovert, and it's, him talking to friends at a party and she's just like can we go home now yeah there's another one by at fig.tree.farm and it's her boyfriend taking pictures of her at a creek and he got soaking wet and he's sweating and he's like i don't want to be here i highly recommend viewing that video it made me like laugh out loud when because it's she's such an influencer looking girl and then you cut to him, and he just looks so miserable. miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it was really a great reveal. I mean, I think you like it because it reminds you of you and Jared. That's true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Except I definitely never look as good as she looks, but Jared's always just, like, sweating and annoyed behind the camera anytime <laughs> I've asked him to take a picture, for sure. And there's another good one by at Kinda Riley, and she says, can we talk about how there's nothing good to watch on YouTube anymore? Like, I've been sitting here for 11 minutes trying to look for something and literally nothing. So she says, let's get out of here. So YouTube, we were just talking about YouTube and TikTok. So some people are saying, you know, they're trying to scroll on YouTube and can't find anything, but maybe these 10 minute videos on TikTok will help. Interesting. You know what I was thinking about the other day, too? Because I saw some video, like a stupid video on TikTok, and it was just like an old YouTube video from like like 20 years ago. Because the thing is, YouTube started out, if you remember, back in the old days when we were in (laughs) high school and YouTube had just come out, or middle school, and there was... YouTube was just the place to go for really stupid videos. It was like, they were very short. It was like little dances or weird people saying weird things. 
it was like the the oh no our table is broken like it was all just that was youtube in the early 2000s so i was thinking about how like that is essentially what tiktok has been too like i do wonder if that will end up like the way we talk about oh that was the first iteration of youtube was just short stupid little nonsense videos and now it's become real content produced content maybe that'll be the tiktok story too that it started out as like silly little videos and maybe they will move into i don't know well i'm gonna go step even further back because i'm gonna say america's funniest home videos on network television was where everyone got stupid funny videos and then when the internet started YouTube basically just took, like, America's Funniest Home Videos, like, all those things. But now, America's Home Funniest Home Videos is on TV, and they're just playing videos that have been on TikTok or YouTube. It's very circular. (laughs) We are, yeah. And I gotta say, America's Funniest Home Videos, like, to this day is still the funniest show I've ever watched. Like, you could just plot me (laughs) in front of that show. I will laugh and laugh. And that's essentially what TikTok does for me now. Like, those are the videos I like the most. Sometimes I send you stuff and I'm just like, I'm crying laughing. And it's the stupidest video of, like, somebody falling over his dog or something. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think ultimately that's maybe that's just what all humans want. And every platform just starts out with that. That's how it gets popular. And then, yeah, you know, the the big wigs and the corporations ruin it. But I don't know. America's Funniest Home Videos. That's the that's the the prime example always. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go one more layer because it's very similar to we started with, you know, network television. Then we had cable. So we had like hundreds and hundreds of channels. And then people are like, I don't want all these channels. I don't watch them all. Why am I paying for that? So then Netflix came along and then you had to subscribe for Netflix and you're like, oh, this is great. I get Netflix. I can cancel my cable. But now you have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Discovery Plus, and it's literally just becoming cable again. And now yeah. there are companies who are bundling streaming platforms. Get same thing with America's Funniest Home Videos. It's all circular. It all goes back to where it started so true this should be the episode we like submit as a thesis somewhere i feel like we really touched on a lot of just like the cultural significance of media in this whole episode yeah do you think we could get like a pulitzer for this is that what it would be like a a mark twain award a pulitzer a pulitzer a pulitzer Pulitzer. um yeah we could we could probably win um win a pulitzer yeah pulitzer we're the eminent media scholars of our time (laughs) self-proclaimed all right now we're gonna talk about lizzo and barbie lizzo is the best celebrity on tiktok hands down and today i saw a video of her she basically made into a horror film. It's like the start of a horror film. Here's the audio. Okay, so I'm getting in the car and there's a tiny shoe. A tiny shoe right here. Leading down into my backyard. 
A couple days ago, I found this shoe in my driveway. I texted my manager out of concern, and you won't believe what she said. Okay, you're gonna freak out, but a couple months ago, I found this shoe in my backyard. I mean, it was on the floor, but we put it up here because we thought it was so weird, and it's just been, like, sitting in my backyard for months. I needed more answers. In shock, I went back that night to get more details. Ken. It belongs to Ken. Ken, wherever you are, we have your shoe. Reveal yourself. If anyone has any more info on who this shoe belongs to, please leave a comment or duet. The little shoe she's talking about is a Ken shoe. It says Ken on the bottom. So it's, you know, Ken and Barbie. And coincidentally, today I also saw another video about Barbie. And the user at its Camelap posted it. I think it's, it's Camille P. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say Pulitzer. I can't read. Thank you, Melissa. Barbie changed my life. Let me tell you why. I know, I know Barbie has had a bad rep, but she has evolved. And this is why. I have some ideas about sorry. I mean, first of all, I think a lot of people say it when they don't actually mean it. But I think there's a bigger issue around sorry, especially with girls. We say it a lot. Like it's a reflex. Somebody bumps into us and we say, sorry. You go to a restaurant and the food they serve you is cold and you say, sorry, but could you heat this up for me? We get excited and exuberant about something we're really excited about. And then we instantly say sorry. Like we're afraid of being too big or even... <laughs> If we're sad, we say sorry because we're worried about making someone else sad. It's really important to be kind and thoughtful and polite and to offer a sincere apology if we have done something wrong. But sorry is a learned reflex. And every time we do it, we take away from our self-confidence. So now we're on the next step of the challenge. If you feel sad, instead of saying sorry, you say Thank you for understanding my feelings. When the restaurant serves you cold food, you say, thank you for heating up my food. There's so much more power in saying thank you instead of sorry. So first of all, I mean, this Barbie video, let's talk about it. It's so good. I wish I saw this as a young girl. I really was like, wait, is this real? It almost felt like just a cool Gen Zer talking on TikTok, making yeah. a commentary about social norms. I really was shocked that this is an actual clip from Barbie. I had no idea they were creating content like this. I This is so beautiful and awesome. It makes me really happy to see it. Yeah, who knew Barbie was so in step with like reality and just like delivering a great message in such a great way. I love it. Yeah. But because I got this video today and the Lizzo video, I like for some reason, and I never get like Barbie content. I get Lizzo content all the time. I'm like, maybe Lizzo is doing a like weird type of ad campaign for Barbie. I could be totally wrong here, but the way she set up that the yeah, Ken little shoe video, and it didn't say like hashtag ad, and usually you need to disclose it, but I could be totally off base, but. I'm going to wait and see. I think she might be doing something with Barbie. I mean, it would be a smart move for them. No, it'd be a great partnership. I agree. But I had the same thought when you were like, oh, I wonder if there's a partnership. I was looking to see, did she say hashtag ad anywhere? Or yeah. because 
I mean, we're still scarred from the Kyle Sheely incident, and I feel <laughs> yeah. like I learned from that. You need to hashtag ad. You need to disclose if you're being paid to promote something. So I was very weary of that, and she didn't say anything. I would hope Lizzo would know that she yeah, needs think. to say something if she's promoting it, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, so probably not, but just like a weird day in TikTok where I like Barbie and is Grace in my screen. Yeah, Barbie and Tara Thomas. Oh, God. That's your reason for you page. The range. What range of your for you page? We have a a TikTok group where we send TikToks all day. And our friend Ivan sent a screenshot of three headlines. And they're all about TikTok. And the headlines read, this one's from The Sun from October 25th, 2021. So pretty old. TikTok warns teens against dangerous skeleton brunch craze. The other headlines from Insider, November 17, 2021. Stop blaming TikTok for all the stupid things teens do. And the next one's from the New York Post, and it was two weeks ago. The headline is, what is skeleton brunch and how to know if your teen is at risk? (laughs) So I googled the New York Post article because I'm like, yeah, what is skeleton brunch? And it really, like, led me to getting, like, almost a virus on my computer. And (laughs) our friend Catalina said the same thing. I didn't even want to try. I just asked Ivan. I said, can you please summarize? And he didn't respond. So he really let us down. Because he probably didn't want to get a virus on his computer either. Maybe. Maybe he just, yeah, saw the article list but didn't click in. But from what I could find, a skeleton brunch was just popular, like, during Halloween time. And it's basically when you eat brunch and there's a skeleton sitting there. Okay, <laughs> that's swear. what it looked like. Because the pictures that were associated with those headlines, it literally looked like it was just <laughs> a skeleton sitting at a diner with a group of kids. And I was that's like, what? what? Oh, my God. Oh. But what I don't understand the headline like what is skeleton brunch and how to know if your teen is at risk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is the risk of sitting with like a fake skeleton at I brunch? I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe it's like if your teen's at risk from like TikTok. Who knows? I mean, a skeleton brunch seems pretty PG. I mean, if we could actually find these articles, maybe <laughs> there's something else to it, but... It genuinely seems like it's just bringing, like, a toy skeleton to sit with you. But, you know, it's that's the thing. It's the whole world has become a parody of itself. So it's like, I don't know, it seems like that would be a joke that parents get outraged about it. But I'd believe it these days. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you for listening, everybody. And as always, follow us. On Instagram, too old for TikTok pod. That's the number two and the number four. You can find us on TikTok, of course. Our blog, too old for TikTok.com. It's going through a bit of a renovation right now. <laughs> Slash our theme uh, prevented the blog from working for a bit. So, pardon the appearance. Uh, I'm working on it. But the blog is still a great resource if you want to find all the videos we mentioned here and what i had to say to that is i do not have time for this i do not have time for you and on that note thank you for listening goodbye